This episode is brought to you by Carvana. Carvana is in the business of driving you happy. And with the widest selection of used cars under $20,000, you're bound to find a car that'll put a smile on your face. They even offer customizable financing so you can plan your down and monthly payments. To shop thousands of affordable vehicles 100% online, download the app or visit Carvana.com. Availability may vary by market. Hey, what's going on, Anthony? Hey, what's up, man? Uh, nothing much. How you been doing? <clears throat> doing all right, man. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you good. All right, all right cool, cool, cool. So how's your week been? Yeah, it's been a week. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> but just trying to do what now? No, no, no. Go on ahead. I said just, just trying to keep going. <laughs> Same here as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go on ahead and introduce the show. Then after that, I'll let, um, and let you introduce yourself to everybody. Okay, cool. All right. Okay. Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. For today's podcast, we're going to be talking about the Ozarks, season three. This is actually going to be a spoiler review, so if you haven't seen the Ozarks and you're going to complain about the fact that there's spoilers, go back, watch the show, and then come back and listen to this whenever you have a chance. And today I have a special guest with me. I have Anthony back again from ACS, and he has a YouTube channel on there. And sell it to everyone, Anthony. Hey, what's going on, you guys out there, movie lovers? Uh, yeah, this is uh, Anthony ACS. You, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at 2279ACS. Uh, you got a YouTube channel that's going on YouTube. And search the, uh, the ACS universe, and you will find me there. All right. So... Here's the thing. Whenever I watched the third season of the Ozarks and everything, I really have to say I wasn't sure what they were going to be going with with the season or anything like that because I wasn't sure if they were going to continue where we left off at with Jason Bateman and his wife on the casino boat and everything. And especially whenever he got sucked into staying with her because of the fact that the whole entire thing that happened with the casino being built, and then also, too, you also had a, a couple of other things that happened in that second season. But what was your first initial thoughts whenever you saw Jason Bateman back <coughs> in and got sucked into the whole entire casino thing? Yeah, it kind of, you kind of saw like a shift, like right there in the last, I guess you could say 10 to 15 minutes of season two season finale, because you know, because Marty didn't know that Wendy had gotten Helen to go take out Ruth's dad. So you had like this, he really didn't find that out until right there at the end of the episode. And then, you know, before they even do the ceremony on the uh, casino, she she's like, look, we're staying. Like, we're not going anywhere. He's like, what? And so she's, she started stepping up, you know what I mean? Like, there's like a, like a little power right. shift. Um, when season three started, look, I have to be honest, the, the last two episodes of the season were what really sealed that season for me. Because, the uh, cause, you know, throughout the first half of, of season three, 
Marty and Wendy aren't getting along. And it gets gets really yeah. it gets really nerve wracking because you're like, look, y'all are gonna get killed. <laughs> right. Because here's the thing. Marty does not get along with his wife. She doesn't get along with Marty. You're having a conflict with each other. And then too, you know, there's that struggle of the power and everything where one person wants to be in control, the other person wants to be in control. And then also too you know, like you said, with the whole entire casino uh, boat part on the second season and everything, what I had a laugh with about was, you know, when she tells him to stay, whenever they take his picture, he looks shocked that he has yeah. to stay now. Yeah. Like, like she, you can tell. Oh, go on. Yeah, because she, she, she has to tell him to smile. <laughs> right. That part made me laugh, though, a little bit, because it did have a little bit of a dark kind of uh, comedy flavor to it a little bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> also that last, the last shot of season two is very, very similar to the, uh, the last shot of season three, which is it's a close up basically on Marty and Wendy's faces with like totally different expressions. You know what I mean? Right. I, I, I get that feel for it, too, though, now that you're mentioning that. Yeah. I didn't, I, mean, I didn't go back to that part. That was actually a good call on your part on that. Yeah, because, it, you know, it kind of zooms in. You still see the kids at the end of season two, but it's really just on those two faces. And then at the end of season three, when, um, oh, what's his name? The, the, uh, the, the big Mexican cartel guy. Nav Navarro, Navarro, yeah. Navarro, yeah. Yeah, and... uh. He's there, but you only see the back of his head. You see Marty and Wendy, totally different expressions, but almost the same shot. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like we didn't expect it to go down the way it was supposed to go down. We were expecting us to get killed. <laughs> exactly. They they thought that was it. Um, and they, you know. You also saw that too before they left. The way they they kind of it seemed like they're kind of shooing um, Charlotte in to be like to do what Ruth was doing, right? Because because Ruth, yeah, because she did that. But uh, just in case uh, people didn't hear um, when I was talking about Ozark on my podcast when you were on there, uh, I came into Ozark like my wife. My wife's been on. She 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 watched every time a season would drop. She binge it. You know. I watched like the first three episodes, I think the first three of the first season, and I liked it, but I got these like uh, Breaking Bad vibes from it. And like I oh, said before, I yeah, and like I said before, one of the best things about Breaking Bad was that I didn't start watching it until the this, this series was over with, so I could just watch all five seasons. And so... With this one, I saw the same type of vibe, and I was thinking to myself, I don't know if I, because you know this is one of those shows where nobody ever gets ahead. For every victory that a character has, it seems like they get three defeats. For you know what I mean? Like I, no, I agree. Every, every time like, something. Think, right. Go ahead. When, like for instance, like when Marty actually gets away with something in the first two seasons. You're celebrating at the fact that he's gotten away with something, but then there's also a repercussion that actually follows. That celebration. Exactly, exactly. Like, <laughs> like right off the bat from season three at the beginning, they finally got the casino and they're cool. And now 
Wendy wants to branch out and do these other ventures. And he's like, nah, I don't think we need to do that because we're already in deep enough as it is. Exactly. It's like we can't go any deeper than we already are. We yeah, need to be at this part right here for now and then branch out maybe later. But yeah. his, his thing was always about the casino. He did not want to go any further than the casino. And yeah, his wife does the whole entire hustling thing, which causes the FBI to get in there. Yep, yep. As soon as they remember, as soon as they got that uh, that that second casino, FBI shows up, and they're like, "Yeah, we're chilling with you for thirty days, <laughs> <laughs> and we're about to get in deep with all this stuff." Um, so if you want to, man, we can get into. <laughs> uh, Dude, we can the, talk about this for hours, man. We're doing. Yeah. A, we're doing a spoiler. We, we don't yeah. have to be safe on this one. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Ben, okay. Yeah, that's what he, I want to talk about too, was Ben. He, I think he had one of the better character introductions out of the entire series. Like, oh, I agree. you have no idea what they're doing in his classroom. And then this girl gets that picture on her phone and then he just goes nuts and takes everybody's phone and throws them in a tree shredder. I'm like, who is this dude, man? He looked like Keanu Reeves, if you think about it. He does. He does. Yep. Um, I actually agree with you on that because at first I'm like, okay, is this a connection in with a lawyer that Marty and them have? Is this a connection with her daughter? Maybe it's focusing on her daughter. Mm -hmm. And then then I'm like, then I'm celebrating at the fact he took away their cell phones because they're actually being douchebags to them. Yeah. 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 I'm like, okay, okay. I like the fact that he took away their phones and all of a sudden, he goes on here, puts him in that shredder outside where they're doing the grass and everything. I'm like, okay, you just went a whole nother level. Yeah, then he screams. He screams. I'm <laughs> like, this dude's crazy. <laughs> hey, but the, the, then, the... Then he goes on here and whoops that other dude's ass. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah, that's when uh, that's that that was, was that the actor, I think his name is like Tom Pelfrey. Yeah. He, did a good, he did a good job of being. Um, <laughs> hey, hey, I'm going to go ahead and say, man, it was really weird. His scenes, you know what scenes I'm talking about with Ruth? Because Ruth, at this point in time throughout this series, Ruth is like your little sister. <laughs> right. <laughs> and this, and he's in love with her. That's the yes. funny thing. Yeah. Sex scenes a little bit weird to watch, man. Just be real honest, because that's... that's uh, Go ahead. I, I thought I was the only one that felt like it was a little weird. <laughs> yeah. It made me kind of uncomfortable, you know? Yeah, but, yeah, it did. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about this one. <laughs> yeah, for real. Oh. The age difference, but yeah. you know, I'm like, okay, I'll go with it. I'll go for the ride and see what this ends up at. I, I think she's she's supposed to be like 20, right? Because I think she was 19 in the first season. Yeah, she's supposed to be between 20 and 21. Okay. But, but yeah, Ben Man, look, uh, we all we know how it went down. Um at that point in time, there's a there's a certain point where I thought, okay, this dude he's got to go. As sad as it is, as much as I like this character, he's gotta go. Yeah, when because he, yeah, yeah, go on ahead. Make it when, when 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 he called Helen, when him and him and Wendy were on the run and he called her from that that uh uh throwaway phone. 
I was like, nah, dude, this is just too many, too, too, too many, too many, too many mess ups, man. Well, not only that, but okay, I like the fact that he called his sister out on her BS because mm-hmm. because I've been waiting for someone to do that through the whole entire season. It just happened to be her own brother that did it. Yeah, but another thing too is, uh, whenever he got on the boat and everything, and of course, you know, he starts ratting out and said, "Oh, I know stuff. I know th- what's going on." Oh yeah, yeah. When he showed up at the at the ceremony, yeah, right then and there, I'm like, okay, this dude's gonna get himself killed. And not only him, but <laughs> not only him, but even Marty and his wife. Yeah, get killed because of him. And then, because that's huh? go ahead. Uh, then not only that. Okay, that was strike one. <laughs> strike two was going over to Helen's house with the daughter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and during their little lunch and everything, he tells the girl that her mother works for some dangerous people for the cartels, the money launders, and does drugs for the cartels. Yeah, and that was... I'm like, okay, you're gonna die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then, excuse me, that's uh, that one, and then obviously. She Ruth gets him out of there, takes him to Darlene's house, and then he leaves. Like, <laughs> like he's sitting there, he's sitting there with Wyatt at there, and they're eating. And he asks Wyatt, "Think I should go tell her?" And he says, "Nah, dude, <laughs> you don't need to go anywhere." And he still leaves. I'm like, dude, right? He could have just chilled over there, ate some ice cream or whatever with Wyatt, had some cereal, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Okay." And he, he felt definitely that when he's fidgety and everything in that episode because of his disorder. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll just go on ahead. I'll, I'll stay here. I'm like, no, you're not. Yeah. And then he shows up. At, yeah. And with Nelson sitting over there watching, too. Exactly. And then, what, then there was also the other part, like you mentioned, with the throwaway cell phone that he had. Yeah. And he called her. I'm like, dude. Are you 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 killing me? I couldn't, but you know, throughout the season, so 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 once he did that, I was like, you know, man, I I like um I like him, but like it's you know you're putting too many people at risk with with your actions right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, if he if they don't get rid of Ben, then the and plus, man, like when he showed up at that ceremony, um. When he showed up at that ceremony, uh, Helen was already thinking to herself that, hey, the birds are, they're risky right now. Like, they're not getting along. They're going behind each other's backs. You know what I'm saying? So, but (laughs) as much as I liked him, it was, you know, he get, and it was, I was happy at, you know, that Ruth had somebody. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I'm like, dude is going to get, dude's going to get everybody killed if, if he sticks around. Exactly. He was becoming way too dangerous to be kept around. Yeah, he was. And, you know, I was, get this, I turned out liking his character, then I wound up becoming annoyed with his character because of the stupid things that he was doing. Like, yeah, man. Stupid. <laughs> like, I was on the same level as Wendy was. You know what I mean? I was on that same yeah. level. I'm like, okay, when he got out of the car to go to the gas station and everything, just leave him there. 
Just leave them. That's all you got to do. Just leave the game mm. over at the Walmart or whatever that you were at. That's all you had to do. Yeah. <laughs> he bought another phone. <laughs> she took the first phone, and then they stopped at this gas station, and she's like, what did this guy just buy? And she said, oh, he bought a phone. Like, I was like, dude. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was – and you see it, you know, Wendy had a tough time dealing with that too, man. Like she sat at that in that Walmart parking lot or whatever. I say Walmart in quotations because it was basically like so. a knockoff or whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, she she uh she sat she she had a rough time with that. She she was taking down some bottles. She was. She was getting liquored up, I'll tell you, because of that guilt and that shame that she carried with her. But Okay, so let, let me ask you. Let me ask you. All right, this, this Ozark has never been shy about showing you people's brains leaving their head. Like they they shy away nothing. So how do you? What do you think about Ben? Do you think he's dead? I think Ben is dead. I think there's no there's no two ways about that. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, huh? go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, there's no two ways about that in a way because we do see the bodyguard that was mm-hmm. looking for him. And the bodyguard knows how to take care of himself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But no. although, now you're making me think now. Now my brain's going. <laughs> <laughs> see, here's the thing, man. I'm 50 50 on it. And we and my wife talked about it right after we watched it. She thinks he's dead. I'm like, I don't know, man. Because they every time somebody dies on that show, they show it. They have no if, ands, or buts about it. You're about to see some blood spraying on the walls. They didn't show anything. So I don't know if they feel as though maybe he's – if he is dead, maybe they thought, okay, this is a character that, you know, the audience likes. Let's not show him get killed. You know what I'm saying? Or something crazy happened. Well, don't forget, though, the bodyguard did come back with the body. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, he had a body, yeah. Or if you think about it the other way that maybe he's alive, maybe Navarro wanted to know, okay, let's see how far they'll go to prove their trust. If she gets her brother up, that means they're fucking they're, – they're in it. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're with us. And then maybe he just went over there and took him somewhere or did something with him or whatever. But I'm, I'm, I'm 50-50, man. So you're thinking maybe he might have paid Ben. Maybe the bodyguard paid Ben well, and dropped him off. Yeah, or, or maybe that. Maybe because, you know, she had to – because Navarro, man, he acted like – he remember when she called him in the last episode? She's like, look, I went this far for you. Right. You know what I mean? So they can make themselves look more valuable than Helen. Exactly. And then I like how he just like he's short and direct, so you don't know where he's going with it. Like it's like I did this for you. And he goes, You didn't do that for me. You did that for you. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So like, I wouldn't kill you myself. Yeah, yeah. You don't it's like you don't have to show me a damn yeah. thing. You don't have to show me any kind of loyalty. I'm the one who runs this right here. You know? <laughs> yeah. Am I right? Did you get the same vibe or what? Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that. Yeah. Because that's what I got from it. It's like I run this. So, man, I run this right here, and everything. You run the casinos for me. I appreciate that, but you you don't have no say in what I do and don't do, whether you're loyal to me or not. 
Yeah. Yeah, he did put it out there like that when she called him. <laughs> I actually thought, I actually, when, when he hung up the phone on her right there on that scene, I thought, dang, she's done. <laughs> I think uh, they might have screwed themselves over with that one. Me too. I really thought that too. And then also too, Helen even tells her not to call him. And how does she get her get his number? That's another thing that reminded me of Ben. She did the same thing that Ben did, in a sense. Yeah, she did. Yep. So she has that little bit of an impulsiveness to her as well. Hey, man, look. <laughs> Helen was ruthless and all of that. Helen was by she she by the end of the season when I saw that final scene that was super shocking. Was. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was in a, I had a, I had a little bit of satisfaction. I'm like, look, man, nobody on this show is good. Like nobody on the show is there. There's no good guys on the show. But I do like Marty and Wendy. <laughs> Me too. I, I like those characters. You want them to see this thing. That's what you're rooting for. Yeah. And yeah. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm happy there's gonna be another season. They haven't confirmed it yet, but I mean it, there's there's really no way you can't have a fourth season. Especially with uh you know, the <laughs> the series is getting a lot, it's getting way more views than it had been the first two seasons just because half the country's having to stay at right. home. So people who who normally wouldn't have experienced the show are experiencing it and liking it and giving Getting it, you know, it as much as we are. Yeah, yeah. And another, yeah. Another uh, thing against Dan. Oh, go, go on to your next point. I'm sorry. Going ahead. No, you okay, go, go ahead. A character I could not stand is that woman who has the baby. Oh, you talking about uh? Because she's really <laughs> such a good Darlene. Get this, I love the actress. I just don't like her character. Oh man, I, I hate Darlene. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Man, she is. Look, you. It's already been established that she is like, she's crazy. <laughs> I like that. I like that uh, episode of season two where it shows how she met uh, Jacob. Right. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. But uh, yeah, she she is crazy, has been crazy That's for crazy. the entire right. series. Yeah, I think I think you know I think they actually dialed her back a little bit for this season as opposed to the last two. You know, um, I was hoping <laughs> I was hoping Jacob was going to kill too. her at the end of last the second season. And he didn't make it. I think he was going to do it because yeah. that, that walk they took in the woods at the end, it was weird, no, man. No, he was going to kill her. There was no doubt about it. It's just yeah. that she beat him to it. Yep. Because remember, mm-hmm. he liked his drink, which caused a heart attack. Yeah, his coffee, yeah. And then she, didn't they build the casino yep. over that over that thing? So therefore, Jacob's body's buried underneath that casino? Um... I don't know if that was part of the stuff they flooded or not. But, you know, she's just ruthless. Another thing, too, is with Ruth and everything t- as well, whenever Marty tells uh, the one of the, um, the mobsters about his son, he goes, well, Ruth is also untouchable, too. Because... Uh, yeah. Right. And that's... And I like that aspect that Marty put yeah. out there like that, but he didn't back it up. No, he didn't. And that's why Ruth is now out there with the snails. 
Um, which is I, you know what? I want. I, I thought about this. Like, I favorite character on the show, and I like Marty, but like sometimes Marty can be a little uh, unsympathetic because there's there's a scene at the end of season three where he's standing in inside the you know where they burn Ben's body, and he's standing there with Ruth, and Ruth is like obviously emotionally like just just shot right there because you know they just had to burn ben's body and like marty and that scene is kind of i don't know like no emotion in other words there was like a disconnection yeah in an, in an obvious moment where ruth probably needed a hug you, you know what i'm saying exactly. He just doesn't um, – but, yeah, yeah, that's the – you know, I, I, I think Ruth is probably my favorite character on the show just because the way she's portrayed, how how she doesn't take shit, like the sacrifices she made for, you know, Marty and the birds, like early on, like when she killed her uncle and all of that shit. That's what I like. I mean, I like her – I like Ruth's – character arc if you think about it. She has one of the best story arcs that there there is on the show. Because she goes yeah. from, and uh, now because she goes from living in a trailer park to now being taken care of with the birds. And then now she's get in with the uh with uh yeah the snails. Snails. Yeah. So she, yeah, I, I was, that was the most, I think the, the, the most upsetting thing was that like, damn, now she, now she works with Darlene, who obviously does not like the birds. So next season, there ain't no telling what's going to happen. I have a man. feeling there's going to be a war between Darlene and the birds. Yeah. And the thing is, the birds, they have a unique person backing them, which is like a Mexican drug right. cartel. That's the biggest backers of the game. So, <laughs> but also, but Darlene went and she got, she's backed now by the the uh, the mob. Remember, she went and met with him and, and, and she told him, say, look, we will split everything 50-50. And he was like, he didn't say anything, but obviously, I mean, what's he going to do? <laughs> you know, he's going to take the deal. He just let, he just let the, the, the woman who, who blew his son's like penis off, like just walk away. So I'm pretty sure he's down for it. Exactly. Not only that, but she also is paying for uh, the hospital bills after she blew his uh, dick off. So (laughs) that's also a mobster move though. It's like, you know, it's basically taking our main man, shooting his dick off, and then paying the mob boss and everything. Hey, look, I'm hit this guy. I know I wasn't supposed to hit this guy, but I hit him. But here's about a thousand, about five grand right here. I'm gonna give you more next day. And also too, um, will you? Uh, you're gonna have to back me. <laughs> yeah, and, and we're gonna split everything fifty fifty. Crazy. It, it really is. And I'm wondering, too, if the cartel will actually try and take that part from her, though. Because... Well, to me, well when, when, they find, when they find out that she's gotten in with the mob, that's going to be a problem. Like... <laughs> the, 
Yeah, like the, the, the birds aren't going to like it, and the cartel's definitely not going to like it. Definitely not. And the thing is, Ruth knows all of Marty's business. That's the dangerous part. She knows how it's run. She knows the shipments. She knows the time, schedules, and everything. So she can go on ahead she and also- undertake from him. Yeah, and she also knows where all that money is, which I'm sure he's going to move after after what happened. I'm hoping. I like that. Right, I'm hoping Marty's not stupid and is like just leaves it over at that cathedral or whatever he has it buried at. I'm hoping that he has it yeah. moved somewhere. Oh yeah, he better have it moved, or she's gonna. <laughs> she knows where right. it's at. Like I said, he, she knows his shipments. She knows his schedules. He know she knows everything. She can she can basically do a roadblock and kill whoever is delivering the money and take it. Mm-hmm. That, uh, but going back to where she's supposed to be untouchable, I think Marty should have, he should have got him taken out, man. Like that's, <laughs> you, you just said she's untouchable and that dude beat her to mm-hmm. death. Like Frank Jr. That's his name, yeah, right? Frank Jr. Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beat her up to, within an inch of her life. Dude, there should there was no way in the world that Marty shouldn't have gotten that dude taken out. I mean, what 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 is what's the mob gonna do? Exactly. All get this. You know, it's like Tony Soprano and everything. He had enough of Christopher and everything with him doing the way that he was mm-hmm. doing things. He became a problem. Yeah. Junior was a problem. That should have been taken care of. Yeah, she shouldn't. It shouldn't have gotten to that level where Ruth was getting her ass kicked and everything to almost, almost to death. And it, you know, it shouldn't have gotten to that point. No, I shouldn't have. And you know, I feel like Marty. I think Marty was just BSing that just to try and get what he wants, like he always does. <laughs> And just to yeah. throw Luke's head up and say, I'm untouchable. If, not, if, if you touch me, there's going to be repercussions. No, there isn't. Marty's a con artist. For one thing. Yeah, and he should, yeah. He should have he should have had him taken out. I mean, I like how badass that scene was where he told that dude, he was like, nah, we're done. Like, And that dude was like, oh, you're going to do this? Frank Sr.? And I, I, I like that scene, but... Marty should, no questions asked, he should have got that dude taken out. Exactly. I mean, all you had to do was call up Helen's uh, hitman and take care of it and let it be an accident. Mm. You, like, like, mm-hmm. yeah, like yeah. he said in The Sopranos, you, they know, but they don't know. There's no proof. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? Exactly. I'm sorry if I'm going back to The Sopranos. Exactly. I mean, it's Nah, it's right. fire, man. <laughs> but, you know, I'm going based off of mobster logic on how to... Yeah. You know? Exactly. Because... Man, uh, not not to jump back, but, uh, hey, that... um, Just like, but what I was saying earlier about how agitating, like, I think the first five episodes were between Marty and Wendy... It's like even Marty like paid off the the uh, the marriage counselor. Oh, yeah, I wanted to talk like, about come that. On. Come on. I was like, "Come on, dude! What do you like?" It, it just every time one of them seemed like it was you want to get on their side, they do something stupid. Like Marty telling her not to do these other deals, but then she sneaks off and goes and sees Navarro, and it's like, "Hey, I can make you some more like legal money." And then like 
not even telling Marty. And another thing too is they're paying the marriage counselor. <laughs> yeah, the both, both of them. <laughs> I like what Marty does though. Which Marty's is- part was my favorite part though. He goes, "Here, go a little bit more easy on her." <laughs> Next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the next <laughs> week. <laughs> that was pretty good. You didn't yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was. But I didn't like the way he did like <laughs> it just seemed odd to me the way he waited till she pulled up the road and then ran back in there. I'm like, dude, you gotta give me more right. time than that, man. Where she turns around. I'm like, dude, said, you're acting like you have ADD. You need to go on ahead and handle this. After she leaves, wait until about good five ten minutes because she could have been circling back around. Exactly. Just like, yeah. <laughs> but they both yeah. backed me up with that. My parents like, yeah. They, they, but that's another thing with them. They, they got their lady killed, man, because they didn't know how to, you know. <laughs> they, they got the counselor killed because they, so, you know, they, they, they couldn't. Fairness, they couldn't. In all fairness, the Counselor got her own self killed because she bought a Diablo. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, I'd say in 50% her, 50% the birds, for even getting her, if they wouldn't have gotten her involved, I don't think she would have had the money to buy a, a what's the name? But yeah, she, she should. That's just, in that town. You know, you know, interesting though, man. I've been there. We went to um, because you know they filmed that in Georgia. That's oh, where I, I live. Know that they filmed that over uh, in Georgia. Well, see, the, the the problem the Ozarks really exist, those right. lakes or whatever. But Georgia gave gave them a tax break. So, in other words, the taxes were cheaper to film in Georgia than they were to film actually in Missouri. So they film them on. Um, Lake Alatoona, which I used to, I, man, we one day, <laughs> my buddy's got a boat, and one day we rode all the way to the, uh, which one is it? The the, uh, the one that the uh, the girl used to own, the one that stole some of his oh, money yeah. and left. With the, she had the Down syndrome kid. Okay. Yeah, it, yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. So I've been on those lakes, so that's, I, I see a lot, like when they show those overhead shots, I'm like, hey, I, don't, I, I, I rolled on those waters before. That's actually pretty cool. Thanks for telling me about that because I had no clue that that was in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's Lake Altoona. It's, it's probably about an hour from Atlanta, but like, yeah, Georgia gives them cheap. It, it costs less to film in Georgia. So, yeah. So, man, let's talk about the, these. Uh, <laughs> So you know how the season starts, and it, it's like, whoa, what is going on? It's like that dude, you know, he goes into the mall, <laughs> and he, uh, and they have all this cash back there. He just he just takes them all out and shit. Like I was like, what, what's 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 going on? But then I was like, okay, there's a there's a there's a drug war going on. Right, that part actually gave me goosebumps whenever I saw that scene. Like, not only does he kill the dude that's inside that store. But he takes the money, yes, he takes it out and wheels it in the back where the back is, where everybody else is outside. Whenever he comes out of the exit, yeah, and there's a fairground going on, right? The way I remember, mm-hmm. and there's mo- and he just leaves the money there and it's out there in the open because of the fact that there was an explosion which caused the money to go all over the place. And people are picking up the money, and as they're picking it up, he set a bomb up. <laughs> <laughs> 
off. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he set a bomb off right there in the middle of all the people. Yeah. Like, another, another thing shocking about the beginning of the season two, that first episode was like, when Helen's getting waterboarded, I'm like, whoa, whoa, what did I miss? <laughs> like, he, you know what I'm talking about? When they're waterboarding her, and they're like, why does he think he can get custody? Yeah. And then she she raises up and it's Helen. I was like, whoa. Like, what, <laughs> like what, what happened here? I, I could have swore I just watched the season finale for uh, season two. So I, don't, I, I know I didn't miss exactly, anything. Exactly, because I felt like it felt, set the scene for, for an opening for another season rather than a season opener. Yeah. But the way they did yeah. it was just great. And I know we talked about this before, but I love how they introduce characters, and we don't know what those characters are going to do. And then when they get killed off or whatever, it's like, I did not see that coming. Mm-mm. Because remember in the first season, remember <laughs> the big cartel guy, the first guy, I thought Del Toro was going to make it all yeah, the whole entire season. Man, when he died on that dude, <laughs> it's such it's such a great scene that it's it's he shakes Marty's hand and he said just just think I I never thought that you'd get me in a deal with some rednecks and Darlene says what you say and she's off camera so yeah. you can't see her and then it, it and the way he says I said I never thought you'd get me in a deal and. <laughs> Head, head, head split wide open. <laughs> I, did not, I did not see that coming either. And that told me right then and there that no one is safe on this show. No. That's uh-uh. the boundary of what, how deep this show can go. Hey, speaking of the first season, too, that one episode where it just all it is is, is um, stuff from the past, like flashbacks, when it just shows how we got to this point. That that is such a genius like piece of storytelling to just throw that in there right in the middle of the season. Say, hey, look, here's how they met. Here's how this happened. I and... got tangled up with everything. <clears throat> yeah, that. yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, that, that that that's a that's that's probably one of the best episodes of of the the series in general. Also. On that episode, you know, at the beginning when they're riding in the car, like before they get into a wreck, and Marty is saying, well, people make decisions. That goes for the entire series. Exactly, because every decision has a consequence behind everything that they're doing. Yeah, because you can say um, they shouldn't have, you know, Wendy shouldn't have gave her brother up. Well, guess what? Her brother, he made a decision to come in there while they're having that ceremony and start running his mouth. Or you could say, um, you know, such and such shouldn't have happened to uh, – what, what was the federal agent's name that Bruce Dash? Oh, I know, I I know what you're talking about. I just can't remember his name. But he, they mentioned him about Yeah, that yeah. Time. Oh, it's Roy. It's Roy. It's Roy. Roy. Um, you could say, you know uh, – that Roy shouldn't have got killed, but like Roy shouldn't have, you know, he made the decision to be so, let's say, thirsty for the birds. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like when people make these decisions, you know, what happened to uh, Ruth's uncle and them? 
should have happened. Well, then they should have decided that they were going to go behind Roof's back and kill Marty and steal his money. You know what I mean? It's just it, even you know the story is really set forth the very first decision when uh, Marty decided to to help the cartel or or uh, when. Ruth decided to tell her uncle and them about Marty's money in the first place when they went to try to steal some of it in the very first season. And he comes in there, he says, do you know who this money belongs to? Like, all of y'all will be dead if y'all take this money. I remember that scene. And that was actually the scene that was taking place in the bathroom. Yep, yep, in the bathroom. And then afterwards, when, uh, Ruth comes to Marty at the, at the, the bar, and she says, look, you made me lose my job, so you need to give me another one. Like, all all of this stuff is, you know, people make these decisions, and then, like you said, there's consequences for them, and that that single piece of, of a scene when he's in the car with Wendy and he says that, he says, people make decisions, and, you know, they have to pay the consequences for them and this and that. that that's like the entire exactly. show. Another thing, too, I, want, I know we talked about Ben – but I thought maybe Wendy might have, might wind up killing him himself herself. So that way it's like, okay, it's better if I go on ahead and kill him rather than let Helen do it. Because if Helen does it, it's not going to be like a one and done situation. You know? Yeah. You know, I thought, you know, I actually, I, once when, when he made that call to help to Helen with that phone, I thought, oh man, she might, she might take him out because she, she at that point in time she realized, look, there is no saving no. this dude. He, he cannot be trusted because he's just his head's not right. And in order for the rest of the family to be able to go on, like dude's got to go. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, if she would have done it, I could, I could see that would have worked. Another thing too is he remember when we also called the cops. He went into the he went into mm-hmm. the store and he called the cops. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. At the, the Walmart, yeah, ridiculous. When they woke him up in the morning, Jesus, yeah, I remember that. That's another strike. Hey, but yep, dude has a lot of he, a lot of strikes, man. Hey, another another thing we haven't really hit on yet is when Marty got him taken to uh, where war is or wherever he got taken yeah. Mexico, and he was in the basement. And I want mm-hmm. to talk about that too. Hey, um, going ahead and make- Navarro learned. learned really quick that it does not work without Marty. Remember, he took him and stuff went down south, like up there at the casino, because Marty wasn't there. Exactly, he realized. Okay, Wendy's not the brains of the operation. No, nah, like you need more. You need Marty because if the, if. if I think that's one of the reasons why he pulled them was to see if the, if the thing up there could work without Marty. Because if it had to work, he'd have he just right, took Marty out. The bank accounts were actually closed. And Marty went managed to go ahead and open <laughs> all the bank accounts back open again in different parts of the country. So that way he uh-huh. didn't have money going through. So yeah. if it wasn't for Marty doing that or whatever and didn't know how to do it, Marty would have been dead and Wendy would have been the one who was running everything. Or she would have been dead because mm-hmm. she didn't know how to operate the whole entire operation. Yeah. No, nah, if, if if he had to kill Marty, they there wouldn't be no more show because they they would have got the FBI would just seed all through that. <laughs> they they would have got all the testimonies and and statements they wanted. Exactly. Um, another thing too is remember whenever he's being tortured, 
and he's going through the flashbacks of him with the video game, with the arcade video game that he was playing. Yeah, I man. Love that scene because of the fact that yes. he's using that kind of strategy to learn how to play against the big bad boss, which is the cartel guy. Mm-hmm. To try and get what he yeah. wants. So he has to try to figure out an angle to try and bring him da- bring him down or try to make him, you know, earn his trust. Yeah. In other words, just win that entire situation. Did you get that same vibe or was that just me? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, it, it, it's it's that's why that's why that those episodes they keep cutting back and forth between you know those certain situations in Marty's life. And I love the I love the fact that they go into a little bit more of his origin story from back in childhood and everything. You know, because mm-hmm. you know, we didn't get to see that in season one. We only saw like the beginning of him hustling and everything with the cartels and stuff like that with doing the. Uh, Money yeah. We didn't see his actual uh, origin story from when he was like a young adult or a young teen. No, we hadn't. So I'm glad that they actually put that part in it. Yeah, that <laughs> the the first episode of season one, the first episode, just jumping back a little bit. Uh, yeah, that that's that episode. It just lets you know how serious this show is going to be. Because when Dale is taking out like his partner and and the other the other two guys right there, I was like, "Yo, <laughs> <laughs> this show ain't playing right yeah. now." There's actually a video on YouTube. I can't remember what the name. Well, there's a video on YouTube where they <laughs> they do the death toll from season one. <laughs> it's pretty high up there. Yeah, just if you go to YouTube, just type in Ozark season one death count, and you, you'll okay. you'll find the video. But they might they might have another thing. I want ahead. to talk about is the FBI agent that he was going to try and flip. Yeah, she admits I, that the other agent was in the wrong on how he handled everything. Because remember, you said it yourself that he got in too deep, wanting to try and get him no matter what. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah, he he was he he was real thirsty for for the birds, but I don't know if I mean it looks like he might be because you remember he gave her that 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 information and she did nothing with it and she got in trouble for it. So he tells her at the end of the season he's like, look, he gives her some more information. He says if you don't move on this, you're gonna lose your job. So I don't know if she's like too idealistic for him to flip. Because remember, that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to get uh, somebody inside the FBI who can keep him, you know, up to date. And, you know, so they have somebody right. on the inside. Before they can even make a bust or anything like that. And I think mm-hmm. I'm hoping that she did flip because I'm hoping with them bringing him over to Mexico didn't ruin that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because she asked him, he said, I'm fishing to leave, I'm going to Mexico. Or she says, Are you going to Mexico? And he doesn't tell her anything. But uh but the man, the only thing though, and she got she got that dude arrested at the end of the season. You know, talking about the guy who who um money laundering. He was about to marry yeah. the stripper. Yeah. <laughs> well, what was his name, man? Um yeah. Sam. Sam. His Sam. <laughs> 
So she arrested him. Remember, because he's like proposing to this yeah. stripper. He's like, no, this is actually this is actually my mom's like squeezed down, pressurized and stuff. Like, dude, you should have told her that because now she really thinks you're exactly. crazy. And then of all people to try and get to hustle the club and everything. Uh, no, not the club, but yeah. the uh, casino. You don't get the the mortician, Sam. The, the one who was a mama's boy. <laughs> I yeah, the fact that you know he, he's kind of a is nobody really knows who he is and everything. He's kind of under the radar, but get someone that's gonna that you know that has brains. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and who who's yeah who's got probably a a little bit more savvy to him where they're not gonna look like like he's guilty. You know how. There's a there, there's a scene where she says something to him and he walks away and then he stops and looks back to see if she's still watching. Like, dude, you look guilty. You just look super guilty exactly. right now. Exactly, you look guilty. <laughs> there's no yeah. poker face. Yeah, you're and, even bad at playing. You're bad no. at playing poker, but you're worse at having poker face <laughs> yeah. when you're trying to actually bluff. Yeah, yeah. She uh, so she arrested him. He, Marty said something to her about it. So I don't know, I don't know, I, you know, like I said, nobody on this show, there's no good guys on this show. Um, so of, <laughs> I hope, I hope, well, I was going to say, I, I hope they, they get her to turn so she, you know, can keep them from, you know, because you know, who knows what the next season's going to hold, but hopefully she can get them to turn or he can get her to turn so that they have some kind of eyes within the FBI. That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that they that she does turn or they at least you know at first have maybe a flashback from this season and show the transformation of her turning yeah that would be I'd cool be okay with that another thing too is you know we were talking about feeling uncomfortable with uh the age of dan and ruth i felt like mm-hmm. with white and darlene yeah, yeah man dude He's younger. He's younger than Ruth I, is, man. <laughs> I was like, Ugh. look, I'm a, I'm uncomfortable with the, the scene in season two of the snails having sex in the bed. That was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, I don't right. want to see that. I was com- more comfortable with that because they were her own age or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, it's more comfortable than than the thing with Wyatt, but it was still, you know, exactly. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, that's and you know the thing is she as psycho as she is, that was one of the smartest things she's done because Wyatt's young, impressionable, and he needed help. All she had to do was bail him out and then throw her throw him some, <laughs> you know, crazy right. stuff. Yeah, exa- that yeah, some vagina <laughs> and some crazy stuff, crazy words, and she had she has him. You know, uses, as soon as I saw right, him, he used his own vulnerability and everything and used that. Against him, <laughs> yeah. As soon as I, the the moment he came to her house and then she he was helping her, I said she's got him because he's too young. You know what I mean? He's too young to know it any any different. Exactly. And not only that, but the and then yeah. in the courtroom with the baby and everything after that stuff with Wendy. Yes. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? Like they thought they had her, and then she was like, he comes in there and gives some. Some type of, you know, uh, he gives his own, he, he talks to the judge, and then next thing you know, she still got the exactly. baby. Exactly. Everything didn't work in Wendy's favor or anything like that because of Wyatt. 
And wh- and Wyatt knows mm-hmm. Wyatt yep. knows that she's not the right person to be taking care of baby and everything. It's kind of like being in one of those relationships yep. where you know the girl is bad for you, but I'm gonna go ahead and stay, even though all the red flags are there. And that's mm-hmm. exactly what Wyatt is doing. Cause she, yeah, because she, she, she knows. Just like when she, when she, when she, uh, shot Frank Junior's dick off, she knew exactly. what she was doing. She's gonna see that the birds did nothing for her. Ruth is, but this lady wouldn't did this for me. Right. So, remember at the, when she comes and tells her that at the end of the scene, she's like, "Come get in the truck, honey." And then she gets in the truck, and you, you know, then next thing you know, she's looking out over a poppy field with uh with Wyatt. Right, and that also. Unites Wyatt and her, so therefore they don't have any beef anymore mm-hmm. because she doesn't work for the birds anymore. So yep. that actually gives them a better connection now because of that. Yeah, it does because they they were <laughs> Wyatt was straight up living in people's houses, <laughs> which was weird. that was one of the weirdest parts of the season. I'm like, well, dude, where where is Wyatt at right now? Like he was at a big ass mansion with like. <laughs> and I'm like, what's going on right now? Come he's squatting exactly. in people's houses, but ain't there. <laughs> but you know, why always always <laughs> like the smart one out of the family, and then all of a sudden, you know, he's not as smart as he was in the first season. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, he was pretty smart. I think they're uh, also um, with the kids. I think that they're like they're so last, you know, season two was all about Charlotte. Like she wanted to, even, you know, get away from, you know, uh, what they call yeah, that? Emancipation. Emancipation. Yeah. yeah. And so, but this season she's on board. But Jonah is tripping right now. So I don't know what's going to happen with that because you remember. In the final episode of the season, man, Jonah pops up in Wendy's uh, in uh, Helen's house with this shotgun, dude. I was like, "Yo, this is about to get real crazy if he shoots her." Serious that that right there was something that I wasn't even expecting. Didn't know what was going to happen. You know, Mm -mm. because her doorbell rang and she told the kids, "Hey, come down. We're leaving in ten minutes." And then like. She opens the door and it's Jonah right there with a shot. And I was like, "Whoa!" Like, is this? You know what? What? Because <laughs> he was. You remember, man? He was. He was going to kill that one guy, the, the guy that they had watching the house, because he pulled the trigger, but he didn't know that that the old man had them took all the the uh, right. rounds out of his weapon. So he, I mean, he, yeah. Pretty capable, so I thought he was going to do it. But now, you know, with this this next season coming, and at towards the no, end, he didn't look he did. too he pleased kids. with his parents at all. And you know, Jonah's been this creepy little <laughs> yeah. kid, though, where yep. you know, I, I have a feeling that Jonah's going to go off the deep end, like yeah, like we. I think they might take him there the next season. Seasons where okay, at first he's killing the deer. He's doing things with animals. Then they took it in mm-hmm. deeper into the second season. Besides doing the money laundering thing and stuff like that too in the first season. But you know what I'm saying though. 
Yeah. They took him there on the second season, and now they took it into a next level kind of thing with this third season with pointing that uh, shotgun mm-hmm. to Helen. Yeah. Oh, actually, if, if, she, if Helen hadn't told him that his mom was the one that made the call, because he probably would have shot her. There was no doubt about it. And he's on yeah. the straight shot, too. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, he is. Yeah, Helen might actually kill Marty and them on the airplane with because of the fact that Jonah pulled the gun on her. You know what, man? I, that airplane ride was so weird. It, it only lasts a few. It's not a long scene or whatever. But she, you know, they all get on there, and she's like, "All right, well, away we go." And they <laughs> they leave out, and the and the birds probably just figuring, "Yeah, we're we're done here." Once this plane lands, we're going to be uh... – <laughs> and since we're talking about it, man, hey, let's get to – that final <laughs> scene, man. That final scene this was – no, no kind of kind of blowing. <laughs> yeah, it, it, dude, it was. It was like, whoa. Because I was going to get she, whacked. Especially with all the stuff that they were doing. <laughs> hmm The thing is, the thing is, they're behind Helen while they're walking up to, to Navarro. And like, you know, when uh Helen is about to to say something right. real snarky to, to Navarro. You know what I mean? Like, like, like I brought him here, go ahead and take him out. Something to that effect, I feel like she was gonna say. And then it's like, and then Nelson <laughs> just <laughs> You know what? And I was like, I actually had seen like three times. They're like, shocked. Wait, 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 wait. This didn't just happen. <laughs> like, I rewinded it back. Yeah, no, I've watched it several times, man. Look, <laughs> you know, hey, uh, you know what's crazy? That the, uh, I don't know if you noticed, know the, the uh, for my, my YouTube channel, for like my podcast and stuff, that song yeah. that I use to the intro or whatever, um, the same group wrote that song, or the same group did that yeah. song that comes on right after they shoot her, that ooh la la oh, song. Shoot. Same That's group. Pretty cool. Same group, man. <laughs> yeah, and they they here's what's crazy about it. Here's what got me to go back and watch this. Cause remember I told you I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try to wait until Ozark finishes before I start watching it. They the the Friday that Ozark went live on Netflix season three, um that group is they're called Run the Jewels. They released that song online. I mean, I love the song or whatever. And then like a few days later, one of my friends who, who binged season three just he said, Hey man, like they must have released that song on the same day because there's a scene in the final in season three, and he's like, It's like the baddest scene in in the series. And I was like, Oh man, that's what that's really what made me like jump on and just just start watching the episode. Just to get to this point where, and it is like that's that scene of them sh- shooting uh, Helen is almost. It, it might be the best scene in the entire series, like since, I, I, I <laughs> since season one, episode down. one. That that was on. The, yeah, it's, because that's on the. Same it's just so shocking. As you know, the uh, cartel guy getting Del Toro getting killed on the first season. 
Yeah. Yes. It's on the same level with that. Dang it. What is it? I want to say season three of Breaking Bad when oh, old dude gets blown up at the nursing home and he comes walking out of the room and then once the camera pans around, half his face is gone. That that's it's that type of level of, of yeah, I it. you know. Do you do you watch The Walking Dead? Yeah, dude, is this season two? The the final it's the mid season finale of uh The Walking Dead on season two. When the girl comes out of the um yes. That's the kind of you know what I mean? That type of surprise level of of of, of shock. Cause I man, I look like we both have said several times on this on this right now, we both thought that Marty exactly. <laughs> and Wendy were about to bite. By no means, by no means did I think that Helen was about, to, especially the last time Wendy had talked to Navarro, or not the last time, but the, the second to last time, he just straight hung up on her. I was like, "Yeah, they done." I'm like, "Yep, you just screwed the pooch on that one. You're dead." And then when they get invited to that wedding, I'm like, "You're yeah. definitely dead. <laughs> You're not even going to the wedding." <laughs> because even yeah. with the uh, airplane ride, it's the you can actually tell it's the most uncomfortable ride. That they actually had. I'm like, you guys are gonna die on the airplane. Mm-hmm. You guys are gonna die. The- yeah, and even though it was short on the show, <laughs> an airplane ride from Missouri to Mexico is it's it's like at least an hour. That was so- pretty funny about how long they arrived. That's just like how quick on uh, Game of Thrones, whenever they're traveling on a ship, so the last. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> yeah. Towards it, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, towards the end of Game of Thrones, the shit, the, the journeys were, right. were significantly shorter than they but, had. Been. You know, I, I'm <laughs> the whole entire thing too with uh, Breaking Bad. I know I don't know if you remember me t- telling you this, but I was on. I was also one of those people that missed out on the show while I was on, so I binge watched it on Netflix. And this is actually just yeah, this is the next level to. Yeah, uh, a Breaking Bad series. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's that's what I'm saying. When I watched those first two or three episodes, it really reminded me of Breaking Bad. That's that's why I was like, man, I think I'm gonna wait until this thing finishes. But that's a hey, man. You know, I've said this before on my podcast. The best series, the best, are the ones that no one is time to call it quits. Um, I used to be a real hardcore. Uh, um, Me too. The Walking Dead fan, but I kind of fell off of it because it just it just keeps going. And because you th- you think about Game of Thrones did go eight seasons, um, right. Sopranos went five, Breaking Bad. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully, hopefully, as much as I love Ozark, I hope maybe they only go one, maybe two more seasons. I and, agree. You because know, of this end the story off. You know Kurt Sutter, who made Sons of Anarchy. He said this. He said, "Once you go past mm-hmm. seasons, it gets repetitive, and that's what, and that's why he only wanted it to yep, do it does. five or six seasons, 
and everything, but I think it winded up being seven seasons of Sons of Anarchy. I'm not 100% sure, but I used to be, I'm a, I'm a diehard fan of Sons of Anarchy. But I, I right. Mm-hmm. So I actually agree I think it went six. on that level where it becomes repetitiveness. It's like, okay, what can I do with these characters? Already built their character arcs. I've already done the plots. I've already explained everything where they came from. I've already gave that took away a couple of their characters that actually gave them some light and made them into a darker character. What more can I do with them? Mm-hmm. And yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's yeah, that's the, that. I've always the best series are the ones that know when it's time to, you know, Game of Thrones eight seasons. I think uh, six of those were scripted because of the books or whatever, seven and eight just went off or whatever, but they still ended it, I think, decently enough to where, no. you know, they didn't just keep going on and on. So, and I just, look, Ozark, I hope Ozark, only four to five seasons, five if we were lucky, but then, you know, close it off, man, end the story. Um, and with saying that, uh, so let me ask your opinion. Because these types of shows, we we all know how. What do you think is going to happen to them at the end of the series? When you die, because of their own power, or yeah, <laughs> or am I going to dude, I, to it where maybe Wendy dies and Jason did some Jason Bateman's character, uh, Marty, does something to where it. Uh, where his daughter dies, his wife dies, and his kid dies, his son dies, and he has and he has to go on living without oh. because of that whole entire thing of what I've done this. I'm the one who caused my family to die, and now here I am, retired now, but I have nothing, dude. That is, you know what, and that is. Yeah, any any kind of way this series ends, it's going to be dark. I I would actually be upset with this with the people who make this show if it ends with everybody all smile. No, because that's, that's not the way this kind of show is supposed to end. <laughs> so, yeah, your your outcome sounds like it it could straight up happen. Um, I could see Marty and Wendy dying. Um, here's, here's, here's the thing that, that, that I, that differentiates when you have something like Breaking Bad, which we saw how that ended, ended pretty terribly or whatever. It was something that Walter did and, you know, his wife didn't find out for a couple seasons or whatever. With this one. Right. It was an agreement between the two. Remember him and Marty? Marty and Wendy sat there. He said, are we going to do this? And she said, are we going to do this? They asked each other that question like six times. And they finally decided to do it as a joint, right. you know, it was a joint decision, in other words. So um, either they both die or, you know, uh, like you said, Marty died. And you know what will really be messed up is if, it, 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 if the ending that you said happens <laughs> and he has to watch it. <laughs> like you know, like he has to watch his wife and his two kids get murked right in front of him. That would be messed so. Up. Um, <laughs> that'd be really hardcore. Yeah, but I think with this show, there's no, no way it, it can't end on a good note. Like they, 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 they have to, unless it's. I, I, 
I don't know. I just I can't even see a situation where one of them makes like a crazy sacrifice and like because you know with this with these kind of stuff even if, you know I, I hate when the FBI keeps offering when well, no, we put you in can't. witness protection okay. that ain't gonna save them. <laughs> They're gonna find them. In the Godfather, they found a way to whack somebody when they were on witness protection. Another thing is too the yes. cartels. Come on now, you can't hide from the mob and the cartels. No, no, and they're telling. Remember the deal she gave him? You do eighteen months in prison. Guess what's going to happen in prison? Somebody that Navarro has on the inside is going to kill Marty in prison. There's, there's, <laughs> you know. <laughs> There's, there's, no, no. no my, I, I, me in my personal life, if I had, if I was in a situation like that, there's no damn way I'd take a deal. How crazy! That's the way I see it. <laughs> I much rather be taken out. Going, yeah, there's, there's no way, man. Than going on ahead and being a snitch and then found out where I'm at. And and then yeah, or getting took it out of prison when you're doing 18 months. So yeah, man, uh, Ozark, top-notch show. Um, I'd say it's one of the best things Netflix to come out of Netflix, man. It's 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 great. I like seeing Jason Bateman play a more serious role than we're used to seeing. Um, I like that the show made you know, yeah. What's her name? Oh, man, Julia Garner, who plays Ruth. I like how it's like put you know what I mean, like put her out there as a, as a as a as an actress, um, to people who like probably beforehand would not have known about her, uh, but yeah, man, I agree. Ozark um, is is tight. I don't do, I don't know if you want to talk about that mo- the movie that you told me to check out last night. Yeah. You oh, you talk uh, uh, Rim of the World. Yeah, man, we can hit. Yeah, we can hit on it real quick. Yeah. <laughs> So <laughs> I told you about it. I'm, I was going through Netflix, and it, the, the movie's been yeah, on there for. I think it came out. Was it last year or the year? Anyway, okay. So, and I saw it, and I read the description. And I'm like, "What is this?" But I'm a sucker for those kind of movies. When you you because I grew up, you know, watching those ET, the Goonies, those types of movies where like the the stars are kids, right? And they're Having to overcome some stuff, you know what I'm saying? Um, Here's the thing: I grew up up with that, so I understand the cheesiness of that show, of that movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and also, you know, it's when I read the description before I even started, I caught a vibe of something like also, which is one of my favorite movies, Super Eight. Um, such a, such a great movie. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to watch this. And so I started watching it. It is the most ridiculous. No. The CGI is not really that good. The the, 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 the the thing that really shines on this movie are the, the kids who are playing the main four. Um, that, that That's what really steals the show. But the things that happen in this, you know, obviously when you're dealing with a disaster film, it's ridiculous right. anyway. Some do it better than others. This one, because of the combination of the humor and the performances of the kids and, you know, some of the situations they're put in, 
it, it's it, it's pretty good. I, I have to I, I have to give it up. It's it's a pretty good you movie. Know, I love the the Asian Chinese well the Chinese girl with the Cantonese. I love her. Her character is my favorite. Yes, the black kid is my favorite mm-hmm. character too. Yo, I knew he was gonna be funny from the get. As soon as you first see him coming down the steps at his house, I was like, "Dude's gonna be funny." The whole movie. I'm not gonna lie, especially when he tried to pick up on the camp counselor. You need to uh, put your phone. You need to put your phone in my box. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You want me to do what? Yeah. You want me to put my what in your? your Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That was. Yeah, that that was that that was, and see you know it, when it first here's the thing I didn't know how ridiculous it was until they get to camp and the first counselor that they meet I'm like yo wait a minute what what is this dude right. talking about right now they do the little handshake and then he starts dan- he starts dancing like with the the girls playing the guitar and she's like yeah she's like the girls are uncomfortable and and I was like. Uh, Friday the 13th kind of vibe counselor, camp counselor. Yeah, 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 it did. But it was like, like, uh, it was, yeah, 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 like, it's weirder. And I'm like, wait a minute, what, what is this movie going to be about? And then he kept going and going. And then all of a sudden, the weirdest thing, spoilers for people who haven't seen Rim of the World, uh, the, the, the weirdest thing is like, when they go up the mountain, Remember, they're supposed to, first of all, they were supposed to go uh, canoeing. Yeah. And, and one of the kids crapped in the canoe. The kids are in the So, I also like the moment when, when they get up, you know, so he follows the, the, uh, the Asian girl up the mountain. I like I like her reason for wanting to come there is because she wanted to be able to stand on top of that mountain right. and was, you know do like the little brochure did or whatever. Me, it reminded me of <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio from Titanic being in robes, being on that Titanic. Thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so the th- weirdest thing. So they go up there. They all four end up up there. Kid gets knocked out. And I'm like, <laughs> where did this one kid come from? And then once they come back down, nobody's there. I'm like, what the hell? How the hell did everybody get gone that fast? That stuff like that in this movie made it just great because they didn't ex- over explain anything to you. They just did stuff. You understood the premise and you understand what they were going for. It was a movie that knew yeah. what it was. Exactly, exactly. And it's just, it's it's buried on Netflix. I had never heard, I was just legitimately scrolling through Netflix. I and funny. I was like, what is what is this? Uh, it showed that I played that, uh, I played the uh, movie before, but I was using it as background, background noise so I can write my screenplay. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I went on ahead. Oh, really? <laughs> I, I wound up loving it. So I'm glad that you told me to check it out. But... <laughs> yeah, man, it, it's 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 pretty uh, it really it's pretty good, man. Like <laughs> the my favorite part though too is when they get into that Mustang. Or no, uh, yeah, yes. Right? Where did that even Camaro? Where did that even come from? <laughs> <laughs> it's like you unlock something. Like, like there's a, 
and there every like, single thing. Exactly, dude. They, they're they're right there. All cars are destroyed. All of a sudden, there's like a fucking mint conditioned Camaro in the parking lot, and they're just like, "What with the and keys in it?" <laughs> yes, that was genius. Yes. And then, and then I like how the kid can't drive it. Yeah, it was. I was thinking that he's actually driving it because he's doing such a good job. Because I thought maybe. Because here's the thing, I thought they was just screwing with them. <laughs> I don't know how to drive a stick. Next thing you know, you see that, you know, the car's uh, grinding. It's doing, you know, all those other moves and stuff like that, doing donuts. And then all of a sudden, it's the aging girl. So. Yeah. <laughs> also, right before that happened, with all the stuff that's going on, with all this responsibility that they have, they got to get this key to this place. They decide, hey, let's put on some Adidas jogging suits and let's have a let's do a that musical number right here in the mall. And then, yeah, it was. I was like, yeah. <laughs> the Walker. Oh, dude, mannequin Skywalker. It was straight funny. That's I mean, hey, that, that's one of the funniest jokes I've ever heard in a movie. Honestly, back it, it just. Like it was plainly right in front of the mannequin Skywalker. It wasn't forced anything. It was just enough to actually make us laugh. Nah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was great, man. When you have a chance, check out that other one I told you about. That uh, coffee and cream. Yeah, no. uh, What is it? Uh, Coffee and cream? I'm going to tell you this, dude. Huh? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. You're going to love this. You're going to crack out from this movie. Go ahead. Because it's got Ed Helms in it from The Hangover. Uh huh. And basically. Yeah, I know Ed Helms, man. Ed Helms is hilarious. The show Empire, the actress who plays Cookie. She's, she's in it. Yeah, she's in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Pearson, yeah. Well, okay. Kareem does not like him. She does. He does not like um, him at all. As a matter of fact, he walked in on them having sex. Everything. Oh man. Yeah. It's oh, son. so it's it's her and son. Basically, the plot is this. Okay. 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 Some juvenile kid to go on ahead and beat the crap out of him and everything because he could not stand the dude. So he goes on ahead. He said. Mm-hmm. So he he said he gets the uh, Ed Helms to go ahead and pick him up from school, and so. He picks him up from school. He goes, why do you want me to pick you up from school? Well, I have a buddy of mine who let, I let him borrow something. So I have to go over there. And it's a bad neighborhood that they're in. And he's in a police car. And so mm-hmm. this one dude that he's been, that the, that coffee's been looking for is actually in that gym where the kid's at. And the kid witnesses, yeah, the kid actually witnesses oh, uh, man. one of the guys killing somebody. And that's whenever everything goes off the rails. Oh, I mean, okay. Think, I yeah, I will check that out. Especially whenever uh, <laughs> he said, yeah, that pig is going to get I'm a, I'm a... And then, <laughs> like I said, he he's hired, He thinks that he's going to be hiring this juvenile kid to beat the snot out of him and everything. I got some money. I got some money for you to go ahead and take mm-hmm. care of him. He goes, what, what are you And then all of a sudden, he, go, he was reaching in his backpack, and they're like, what are you doing? And he goes, I'm reaching into my backpack to get my money. 
and it was a change in a in a tube sock. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just giving you a little bit of all right. But anyways, man, I will I, be I'm checking glad that out. That you uh, wanted to do the spoiler uh, with me and do that. <laughs> Yeah, man. Hey, look, look how long we've been recording, so man. You can talk about Ozark for hours, dude. With the show. Yeah, there is, there is. But uh, yeah, so far three seasons, uh, great. Season three, I think for me, uh, it was good. But the last, the last two episodes just made it great, especially uh, them opening up with Ben, and you see kind of his. Right. Uh, Bipolarness in that camp. I agree because that like, you can actually man, tell genius. that he has bipolar. They did a perfect job at executing that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, man, I appreciate you having me on again, man. You know, we'll get together again soon and right, talk some good. movies, entertainment, and things of that nature. And tell everyone where they can where we can say. Yeah, I have to. No, no, yeah, I enjoyed it as well. Um, but yeah, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at two two seven nine ACS. Go to YouTube and search the ACS Universe, and uh, you'll be able to find my content there. Uh, videos I put up, sports and things of that nature. Loves your night, TV loves your night on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram fit, and also on Twitter. Another thing too is I'm going to be on the SEN Live After Show on six thirty p.m. and seven thirty. PM Eastern Time and Central Time. And that's going to be on May 8th. So make sure you guys check that off on your calendars. And until next time, bye bye.